0: Welcome to Yoke Talk, a look behind the scenes at Yoke Youth Ministries. Yoke is transforming communities by mentoring middle school students, equipping young leaders, engaging local churches, and enriching local schools. And in each episode of Yoke Talk, we have a conversation with the people who are making that happen.
1: Hello, Yoke family. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Yoke Talk. This is Jonathan, and uh, we are here. Uh, in the studios today with uh, another Yoke alumni. Um, All this month we've been talking with uh, Yoke alumni, checking in with them and seeing where uh, their path has taken them. And today uh, we're talking with um, a name that might be uh, familiar to some of you. Uh, We're talking with uh, Mr. Steve Dix.
0: How are you, Steve? I'm doing well, Jonathan, and it's a real joy to be with you today. Love yoke and love your leadership, so thanks for the privilege.
1: Well, we love, uh, we love. I guess I'll give it away here a little bit. We love what you're doing at Emerald, and uh, we, you know, of course, obviously try to partner with you guys in any way that we can. And just really excited about the way that God has been blessing your ministry. Uh, so why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do there with the Emerald Youth Foundation for those that might not be as familiar with you?
0: Well, I'll start. The I guess the the best thing about me would be my family. <laughs> you know, that's uh, what I'm. I'm glad to be able to share today. I'm I'm blessed with a wonderful family. God's been good to us. My wife is Sabrina. We have a son, Adam, who married in May to Arbor um arbor formerly phillips and they met at maryville college she's uh, on staff of fellowship christian athletes and with adam's uh doing that similar work part-time while he's in seminary and also trying to consider still law school too and then my daughter abby uh, who's a singer at fulton high school it's been an interesting start for any singers you know in school these days trying to yeah. make, make that work but she's a um, our most former, our most recent Yoke student, when she was at Gresham Middle School, and I think did a little work too as a volunteer in her early years of high school. So, yeah, my family's the most uh, important thing about me, I believe, and I just thank God for them. And uh, we've lived in the city now, uh, well, they all of their life, and uh, my wife and I moved into uh, the Oakwood neighborhood in 1991, shortly after we began the ministry. Uh, with emerald so i love being in knoxville Uh, i love the city and i've been here since my birth and god's placed a specific calling in my life to a place to urban uh knoxville especially specifically urban youth in knoxville and i've been able to live out that calling through emerald youth foundation since college that's a neat story um
1: I know uh, it's getting harder and harder to do this, but how would you describe the ministry of Emerald Youth in a nutshell?
0: (laughs) Well, I think our ministry is we're trying to really help ensure that um, young people living in our urban neighborhoods really uh, have the opportunity uh, to have a full life, the full life Christ intended, and that we can help ensure they're on a trajectory toward becoming Christian servant leaders and gainfully employed. We believe they can be real contributors to our community, to our society, and they already are, and uh, so we just want to help prepare them for those opportunities in life. And you guys kind of
1: have, the way I hear you describe it, kind of three main areas that you focus on uh, youth development. Is that right? Yeah,
0: Yeah, we do. one area is faith it's a whole child youth development ministry faith Uh, is uh, we work uh, try to work primarily with urban churches with urban church and uh, youth and family ministry Um, in our most recent years we've been trying to put a lot more emphasis on the family and two generation youth ministry two generational youth ministry another area for us is learning and so we provide some education initiatives outside the school day as well as we we launched uh, Knox County's first and only charter school in the area, K through A Charter School. Health is the third area. We primarily focus on urban youth sports and also trying to help ensure better access to health care. Um, and uh, most uh, promising for us in that arena right now is a partnership with Cherokee Health in Lonsdale. Uh, providing uh, services to families, Lonsdale, and the surrounding community. We hope to see that replicated more across the city. Um, but it all ties in trying to help going back to all of our work, trying to ensure we have young people becoming promising, godly leaders for our city. That's great.
1: How has um,
0: uh,
1: the COVID pandemic uh, kind of affected what you do there, bachelor school programs?
0: Yeah, everything's been modified, but um, the kind of work that we do and the people we serve from day one, even with the shelter in place, we continued some level of work, some in person, some remote, a lot of remote work with young people, trying to keep these streams of faith, learning, and health going um, Mm -hmm. since March. But beginning in the summer, we were able to roll out uh, all of our initiatives. Uh, once again, they're modified. Um, we're not at full capacity probably at this point compared to last year, but we're seeing a majority of our young people uh, heading back and engaging in person. Again, a modified version. Uh, but it's been difficult, you know, in my years of ministry, this has been unlike any other of trying to make decisions that are both really good for the child and the young person and safe for our volunteers and our staff and balancing that during this season has just been a significant leadership challenge. And I've not found a book anywhere that can tell me how to do that. Well, so, <laughs> no. the word of God, you know, and distrusting him because you couldn't shut down during this season. I mean, sure. we had to keep serving young people. Um, COVID, no question, was the big issue and big issue of concern, but there's other issues of concern uh, when children are locked down and not having any outlets in their life, you know, out in the community. So God's been good to us and protected most of our people and, and we've had very few COVID cases in all of our work. That's great. Uh, Tell us about
1: your experience with Yoke. You've already alluded to it a little bit uh, with your daughter, Abby, but I think it goes deeper than that.
0: Yeah, when I came out of Maryville College, um, I don't know how the introduction was made, but shortly after graduating and beginning ministry in the city, um, I became a Yoke folk, Yoke leader myself at what was then Christenberry Middle School. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was really fortunate. That was in the late 80s. Yeah. Um, And when I began, I got a couple years into it, uh, at least uh, before my Emerald Youth Ministries took me away. But um, I served under a great brother, the late Rick Wise. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's many people that if they're yoke alum, alumni listening, they know who Rick Wise is, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, so that was a real treat for me. And through Yoke and through Rick and what I learned early on was really an introduction to relational youth ministry and uh, just thoroughly enjoyed it. And then I was fortunate too of not even just serving with Rick and other great team leaders, uh, but John Coatney um, for some reason, took me under his wing and personally discipled me. And uh, of course, the founder of Yoke Youth Ministry in Helen. But right. so I, I had a really good journey with Yoke, and it means a lot to me today. What, uh, how,
1: how would you say uh, that Yoke kind of uh, prepared you or equipped you for what you're doing today with uh, Emerald Youth Foundation?
0: Yeah, I think one is, is the the neighborhood I was able to serve was the first neighborhood that I was called to an urban ministry They're in Oakwood, Lincoln Park neighborhood, Fulton, right. area with Christenberry Middle School. So that was really significant for me. It just really opened the door for me to have relationships in the community, uh, which uh, helped our ministry spring off of that, too, to have more of elementary age, high school age. So some of the relationships is forming with middle school youth at Christenberry, we were able to tap them into some of our our activities at Emerald in high school. So we had a continuum there. Uh, But also I think, again, going back to being so close with John, uh, I was able to really see uh, firsthand how a ministry was organized and operated. Is one of my first exposures really to a nonprofit ministry and you know, being able to watch, observe, and learn how you really run the organization and how you connect with other entities like schools or like the family or like churches in the community. Um, so, John really exposed me to uh, quite a bit about leading an organization. Fundraising, mobilizing teams of people to go out and do the work and and really engaging community leaders. those are some of my memories and thoughts that uh, really helped me and what I'm doing today. you know above all, I would have to say though about loving people, loving God, loving mm-hmm. children, you know was at the core of this and, right. and I pray i you know I can keep that stirring in my heart in the midst of everything we do because that's that's core
1: yeah. Yeah, I think that comes through uh, with just about everybody I've ever met uh, at Emerald. So glad, glad to know that we're part of that legacy. What's uh, What's next? Where Where is Emerald Youth Foundation headed?
0: You know, we we really are grateful for God has us today and opportunities given us. I think that. We went a number of years, like many other youth development organizations working in inner city neighborhoods, really, really trying to learn where your focus needs to be, what it takes to do the work. And, and while we're you know, three decades into this, I really feel like we're, you know, we're, we're really just set up to have the highest impact. So um, I wanna really see us write out some with what we're doing now. Uh, but we are going to step back, um, actually beginning uh, this month in October, and start looking five to ten years out. We're not going to make any immediate moves. This is a season not to go start, you know, lots of new things. But I'm hopeful that um, the work we're doing can just grow and be replicated. It may not be really a lot of anything new, but can we, you know, do what we did in Lonsdale under Kevin Debose's leadership? Can that ministry be replicated to another area and build a campus type uh, ministry model and facility? Can we scale the, the health clinics in that partnership mm-hmm. with Cherokee Health? Uh, whether or not, you know, you know another school or not, we're right now focused on getting the one we have right. But nothing we'd close the doors on in the future is saying, can we grow it, scale it? And right. God made us say to us, go deeper where you are. And uh, so we want to listen to him and receive that. If that's what he says too. What I hear you
1: saying is uh, maybe you need to replicate my, uh, my brother, Kevin DeBose. <laughs>
0: we'd we'd <laughs> like to have a few more Kevin DeBoses, you know, And that is, that's been the gift. I mean, really, we're in a season where God has really sent us a lot of strong leaders for this ministry. And, yeah. and I'm in a situation where I can really step you know, to the side and get out of their way and try to help fan the flame and encourage them on. And um, and that, that's been a real sweet experience for me to know we've got the kind of people with calling heart, talent, acumen, you know, and most of the time I'm in the way, Jonathan. <laughs>
1: well, I, I was thinking even as you said that, you know, getting good people on your team and and stepping out of the way, that that's a lesson that I think we've taken from John Coatney too. So I, I don't know if you would uh mm. attribute that that culture to, to uh your experience with yoke, but uh it's certainly something that I know we've experienced. Steve, yeah. thank you for uh thank you for joining us. Uh we're we're glad mm-hmm to have you as part of uh, our Knoxville community. We're certainly thankful uh, to have you as a, a partner in uh, in the ministry. And uh, we thank you for joining us for the podcast today.
0: Jonathan, it's been a real honor. I'll never forget yoke. It means so much to me and taught me much about roll up your sleeves and do the work of Jesus. And uh, so, trying to do that and just want to be faithful like you guys and pray God will continue to bless your work and people will give, people will respond because we've got to have Yoke Youth Ministries in Knoxville and the surrounding areas.
1: Yes, likewise. Thanks, Steve. Thank you.
0: To learn more about Yoke, visit yokeyouth.com. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes so you never miss an episode and follow us on Instagram at yokeyouth.